0: Hello and welcome to the Music Teacher Coffee Talk podcast. I'm Tanya. And I'm Carrie. We are both elementary music teachers who love to talk shop, preferably over a steaming cup of coffee. This is episode number 35. Today we're talking about multi-purpose
1: songs and activities. We'll also share some highs and lows from our week, a work smarter,
0: not harder teacher tip. And in our CODA section, we'll give some specific recommendations of our favorite things in and out of the music room.
1: So grab your beverage of choice and let's get started. So let's start off with some highs and lows. Yeah, high notes and low notes from low, our yeah. work week. Yeah. So what do you have, Tanya? Oh, a big heavy <sighs> sigh. Is it that's what you break have? yet? No, please. three please? weeks, left. please. can we have three some weeks break? minus
0: a day. Oh my. okay. um nobody listens to me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Nobody in the whole world listens Nobody to
0: Nobody in the whole world. I don't think anyone's listening right now. Somebody
1: must be. <laughs> Somebody must be. If a tree falls in the forest, if
0: we record a podcast, will anybody listen? I hope um, so. I hope so. Thank you for listening <laughs> yes, if you're listening. Yes, thank you. Uh it's just been it's been a hard the last week was hard. Yeah. And um and really I mean, I could go into specifics and, you know, embarrass myself and like talk I shouldn't. I'm not doing that. I'm not going to talk about very specific incidents. But really, it just comes down to, it seems, especially with the younger ones, kindergarten, Ah. first grade, second grade, I must say things two, three, four times before things are done. And it's exhausting. And I'm trying to, like, you know, um, I don't know, before classes, in the morning, I'm trying to like think through and change up my you know, approach. And I'm trying to work through it and look for different uh-huh. ways and make sure that um, I'm tending to their needs of like, you know, focusing, mindful minutes, um, making sure they expel more energy if they've had an inside recess. Right. I'm trying to fill these holes. And it ain't working. Not always working. Yeah, and you know, the thing that's extremely frustrating is that when you um, anticipate that you might have an, a, a challenging day and you're like, I'm ready for this. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I've got this, I've got these things going on. I'm, I'm going to, you know, if I have kids who need to sit out, then here's the space and here's something for them to do or whatever, right? So when you know you have a challenging day and then it goes even worse than anticipated oh uh, have you had yeah. that happen oh sure anyway I, it's just <laughs> that was like friday for me and i'm just like yeah oh. I, anyway i just it's just i'm i'm struggling because um I'm just talking to a wall wall, and and I try to change it up and it's not me sage on the stage. I'm trying hard to make sure they've got choice. We're doing a variety of things, but yeah, we do want to learn. And, and okay, this keeps happening. Um, I'll be specific on this thing.
1: Give us an example.
0: Okay. Well, when it's like heavy concentration time, when we're really like digging deep in musical concept, and I'm asking them to decode or analyze or think through or find how many um, sections in a song. When the going gets tough, the tough get tissue.
1: Oh, they're like constantly asking to get up and get tissue? Oh, they
0: don't ask. To, I don't, you know, require or them they to just, get up. Well, right, it's so like, they're just
1: constantly getting you know, okay, up.
0: so we played this game and we did this thing and now we're sitting down and now we're like thinking through and decoding this rhythm, for example. Yeah. And... Oh, there's a tissue convention going on in the side of the room, and I'm like, surely not everybody needs a tissue right now. (laughs) I mean, you were able to like, you know, dance around the room while we're doing the activity that just happened. Yeah,
1: and you were fine. And you
0: were fine, but now. Everybody needs a tissue. Yeah. And this is just driving me nuts. Cause... That's
1: a hard one, too, because I, I have a bathroom policy where they only can ask me to use the bathroom during a quote-unquote game. Mm-hmm. So a singing game or a dance or if we're doing stations, they can go during that time. But, like, if I'm we're doing, like, direct instruction, if I'm giving directions or we're... Like, you're talking about, like, doing, like, some really digging into stuff. Uh-huh. They're not even allowed to ask. But tissues are hard because, yeah, I don't have even a rule that they have to ask. They can just get up and right. go. But I have had that trickle effect. When the, the going gets tough,
0: it. the tough get tissues. Cause... And then
1: I think one time I threatened that it was going to be, like, a one-tissue limit. So you better choose wisely when you're going to use your tissue. Oh, my tissue. gosh. I can't. I mean, but <laughs> – and I think, honestly, once I threatened it, it really didn't have to go farther than that because – they got the idea that like, I'm on to you kids. You know, which is really the point. <laughs> I know what you're doing.
0: Yeah. Knock and and, and you gotta know your class and which classes you can really do that with and which classes that, you know, you can't.
1: Or I have done the like, Wow, you are real you do seem really sick. You had to get so many tissues today. Maybe I should just sit out of our next game. I've had to do that one.
0: Oh, yeah. Or like
1: the, oh, you seem too tired to sit up and sing today. Maybe uh-huh. you need to sit out of our next game and take a little nap.
0: Yeah, well, see, I have kids and who would take me so up on it and be like, all right, well, well, here I am lying on the side of the room. That's
1: true. Yeah. Or I'll say, oh, maybe you need to stay in at recess and take a nap. I know that sounds really snarky and punitive, but sometimes you got to pull out the big dogs. I don't know. I don't yeah, have a suggestion for your tissue. Well, problem, I mean, but...
0: everything is, it just depends. It's so specific to whatever situation is going on. I know. But it just seems like, the kids are are anxious for. It's a, a break tough time of well. year. It is tough. Hence, tough time the year.
1: last podcast we did was all about resiliency it and is. getting through these tough <laughs> times. Trying but... <laughs> to use our advice, use and... our own
0: advice, Tanya. Yes. So anyway, um, yeah, I just need um, um, more sleep. Right. More meditation. Right. More coffee. Uh huh. And chocolate too. Yeah, that all of that is good. Yeah. And I need to remember that they, you know, it's not coming from a place of, of, um, you know, they, they're just, they're, they're, they're children. Yeah, and
1: it's not just you. I'm
0: sure and it's, it's happening everywhere. It's not just me, and I'm sure other people yeah. are feeling my pain. Yeah, and um, I don't mean to be whiny, but boy, no, I it's, just I think feel it's whiny. good to
1: just lay it out there that we all struggle.
0: Yeah, no one is listening to me. No, no,
1: yeah. <laughs> I mean I am.
0: Thanks. <laughs> All right, and how about you? Tell oh me how well, I, can you br- can you bring us back up? I
1: mean, I can I can talk about my woes too. Of like, I mean, it was a really tough week last week, yeah. And I've just I'm I'm having more troubles with older students, just being really. I don't know, lethargic and not caring and unmotivated and very disrespectful in some oh, cases. And and again, it's happening schoolwide. The same kids are having the same issues, and I could definitely go out about that. But let me share a high note. Oh, good, do that. I had a Donors Choose project Yay, funded Donors again. Choose. You know, I was not sure about the Donors Choose thing, but now that I've gotten over the hump, I'm now that you've pretty, got the things. Yeah, I'm pretty excited about it. So this time, I got um, a cue ball which is one of those throwable ball microphones Mm -hmm. um i don't have it in my hands yet it's on its way and it should be here within a day or two but i'm thinking of lots of different activities i mean especially around obviously singing and solo singing but also like improvising doing pattern work um just to try to encourage some of my more hesitant singers and honestly i'm not sure i mean we'll see Will they be more inspired and excited because they're singing in a little microphone? Or will they be freaked out because it is a microphone? Even though it is a ball and it's fun and they get to toss it. I don't know. We'll see. I'm very curious. Yeah, I bet you get both. Yeah, I kind of think I will. So I'm hoping that it'll do more good than harm. (laughs) But I'm really excited. And then I also got to go with it a little um, Bluetooth speaker um, because I needed something to be able to run it through yeah so then i'm just excited to have that so like if we want to take some folk dancing outside Mm -hmm. or whatever i have never had a bluetooth speaker in my classroom so i have one here at home but now i have one at my school so yeah my second project was funded and you know i'm just amazed at the generosity of people but also just the how quick and how easy the whole donors choose thing is now i'm in the process of with my first project that i did Which was just one Tubano. (laughs) But, Mm -hmm. um, you know, you have to write thank you, have the kids write thank you letters Mm -hmm. and send pictures. So I'm in the process of the whole thank you package, which, you know, it feels like a daunting task just because it's one more thing to do. It's really not that bad and it certainly is worth it. But, um, you know, so there is some follow up you have to do. But um, if you haven't done Donor's Choose and you're interested, um, definitely look into it and, you know, check with your school and your principal because I know some places you're not allowed to just hop on there. You got to get it approved first right but, um luckily my school is all for it so yeah I'm pretty excited yay
0: and now uh, it's time for our main theme which is multi-purpose songs and activities and so really what we mean by multi-purpose purpose songs and activities is songs um, that you can use in more than one grade level for more than one concept that you can revisit in a different grade like maybe even from primary to intermediate we have a few of those and we have several that can be like we learn it first in kindergarten and then later on it comes back in first grade and we zone in on this specific melodic concept yeah for example and there's a bunch of them and Um, Kodai people in general are big fans of these multi-purpose songs that you can use for more than one thing, especially if you have a schedule where you don't see kids. Um, I know people that are on like an eight day rotation. Yeah,
1: I can't even imagine. Yeah, and
0: so you really have to plan it out and get the most bang for your buck. Right. As it were.
1: I know um, in my last teaching position we were on a three day rotation forever and I really got used to the feeling of that and the pacing of that Mm -hmm. and then because our classes or our school grew, we ended up going to a four day specials rotation and just even that much I really had to rethink my repertoire and do a lot of overlapping songs or multi-purpose songs. And let's Just maybe take a moment to talk about, you know, within the Kodai inspired teaching, what this is going to look like. So, for those maybe who don't have as much experience with what Kodai inspired teaching looks like as far as the pedagogy point, Mm -hmm. um, we think of breaking down a concept into three parts, into three learning sections, if you will. There's right. probably a better word that I'm not thinking of right now. Um, so we've got the prepare phase where we're getting ready to introduce a new concept. We're getting it in their ear. We're getting it in their body. We're Everything getting it in their sight. Everything
0: is play. Everything feels yes. like play. Everything sounds like play.
1: And we're not calling attention
0: not, to specific. Right. We're not saying, oh, now that we've just learned um, Lucy Lockett, Listen for that highest sound, everybody. Yeah, exactly. You don't do that in the prepare stage for law, for right. example. It's all experiential, and you make sure it's something that they're experiencing that concept physically, visually, and orally. Yep. Yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly. So you do that for quite some time. I would say for me, it's an average of three to four weeks per concept. It depends on the concept. Depends and when on you the say concept, weeks, depends you, on the how kids. many
0: lessons? Oh,
1: so I see my kids on a three-day rotation. Mm-hmm. So that would be an average of two or one times per week, depending on how the rotation goes. Okay. So I would say at minimum Five, six class periods, but it's probably gonna be more than that. Well, it
0: depends. I mean, yeah. Some and,
1: concepts you can get through much right. quicker.
0: And when you take your levels, it's, I think it's It's just so fascinating the pedagogy and like oh, we yeah. talk about, okay, well, this particular concept takes mu- much more time. Oh, yeah. As a rule, as a general rule, melodic concepts take longer oh, oh, definitely. than the rhythmic concepts. Yeah. Rhythmic concepts um, are easier for kids to grasp onto. Than melodic concepts. Melodic concepts really do require kids to be able to sing in tune. Right. and It's not
1: just about knowing that the name is La. Right. It's about hearing the sound relationship of La compared to so mm-hmm. or compared to me.
0: Exactly. But and so they've got so. to be able to experience that in their own body exactly. with their own voice. And yes, you are going to have takes kids time. that are not singing in tune and that you know are still going to really technically understand yeah. law and understand like that it's higher but they're not really recreating it right. and hopefully that comes along later. Yeah. But yeah, melodic concepts are much more challenging. They're tough. And it also depends on like the melodic con- contour of a specific of a specific song. For example, when you're talking about law songs, like so me law songs are the ones that are so so la la so so me mm-hmm. where it's always approached by its neighbors so uh-huh. are going to be much easier than that so me la, that leap from me to la it's that's a like totally a whole other thing. ball game right so like i know at csu in our levels training we actually have like a separate ppp almost or a separate right. concept plan right Or that includes the so me la turn right because i mean i do that with level ones but then that's what Amy starts with in level two is that, you know, this this turn is like, a, there's a lot more that needs to happen for kids exactly. to really internalize that and understand that. Yeah. So anyway, a lot so, of but, concepts yeah. take a little bit more. Totally. And um, depending on the rhythmic concepts, it's not like those don't take a lot. Right now, with my fourth graders, we are syncopying well, yeah. all the live long day. And I, I always tell them when we're in the midst of it, I said... Did you know this is the most challenging rhythm that you're going to do in elementary school? Yeah, totally. I know middle schoolers who can't do this. You guys are awesome. You should be proud we can do this. Right. So, yeah, so
1: back to the three phases. Back I think to the we're three jumping phases. ahead. So we've got our preparation phase, and then you have your presentation, which really isn't a phase. It's a very small moment no. where you yeah. finally name and show what this looks like in real notation. Mm-hmm. So if it's a rhythm, you're showing them the rhythmic notation. If it's a you know a new solfege or a new pattern, you're showing it what it looks like at least through some sort of notation, most likely the staff, but right. you might have a different way of breaking that down. Yeah, and then now we're in the practice phase, and the practice phase lasts as long as you want to make it. And this it lasts. Is where you can. It
0: keeps on going. Yeah,
1: you can it's throw in lots of really great extensions. You know, this yes. is where you can have them doing, you know, composing and improvising, really digging into that right. concept. And,
0: and you know, that's that's in a nutshell.
1: Right. Oh yes. The,
0: the prepare. But I bring it, it up
1: because I think one thing that maybe if you haven't taken your quota levels, you might not get right away, is that then these concept plans, these PPPs, overlap. Mm-hmm. So while you are practicing, I keep going back to first grade just because it's kind of, I think, an easy one to break down, while you're practicing Tan titi, for example, mm-hmm. in the same lessons at the same time, you're also preparing so and me. Mm-hmm. So this is where having some of those multi-purpose songs is really going to come in handy. Yes, because not only is it going to allow you to kind of whittle down your song material, but also make sure that you have some lovely transitions. Yes. from one piece into the next. Yes. So just keep that in mind when we're talking about you know these multi-purpose songs. That that's what we're thinking of. And
0: and can I? I'm I mean, I know it's kind of a, a side here, but can I mention that this is one of the reasons that um, music teachers, Codi Aspired music teachers, um, struggle with the whole idea of a learning target?
1: Yes, oh, totally.
0: And um, success criteria? Yes. Is because we're not focused on just one thing. Exactly. And I know that this, I mean, anyone who, any music teacher who is, using a method that involves active music making where they're doing a kind of spiral curriculum. Like Mm -hmm. in the ORF process, they're always talking about a spiral curriculum, right? So this is not something that just us, Kodai-inspired people come up against. But so this has been mentioned, the whole learning targets, and we haven't done a show on it yet, and that's coming. Um, In general, I can say that what I do that has been satisfactory to the people that come and observe me, is that whatever I am practicing?
1: Yes. Is
0: the thing that I write on the board yes. that says, Today I am practicing Ta and Titi by reading, playing, and improvising mm-hmm. rhythms with Ta and Titi. Right.
1: Yeah. Whatever the kids are able to show you, whatever this becomes your little assessment, be yes. it formative or you know, summative assessment, mm-hmm. whatever that I know I'm successful when I can, dot, dot, dot. Yeah. It should be something that the kids can know because then it's something that they're practicing. Right. So,
0: yeah, I probably am prepping so in me uh, at that same lesson. Exactly. I'm not telling the kid. Talking I'm about not in the learning it, target. It is not meaningful to the students Right. to know what they don't know. Exactly. And so this is kind of where we kind of butt up and butt yeah. heads against what that whole, uh
1: Oh, yeah. Well, I I just had this. I had my observation and... My, my principal who observed me is great, and he's very understanding, and we had a really great conversation afterwards, but he didn't understand because in the same lesson, I was doing some practice with 2 beat meter, and then I transitioned into doing some really kind of late summative practice with Tantiti, where I was doing Popsicle stick dictation, and then they had to compose and share a rhythm, mm-hmm. um, and at the end of the lesson, I didn't bring it back to 2 beat meter again. Right. I didn't have a closure that involved 2 beat meter, because right. in my mind, I had Wait. made that Yes. transition and i had moved on he didn't get that but that's okay yeah. i mean for the most part he understood what i was doing and i mean my evaluation was well fine, and, and so here's I wasn't the thing you gotta pick your it.
0: battles exactly and decide how much i mean as a younger teacher i i definitely have had conversations with like principals and said, "No, no, let me tell you my whole philosophy. Let me tell you all the, all things. the things. They, don't, and have they <laughs> don't have time for that. They don't have time for that, and they frankly they don't care that much. No, they. Um, don't. I mean they they want kids to be happy. They want kids yeah. to be learning. But
1: if there's joyful, evident music making and learning right. going and on, and it that's
0: just the depends on your administrator. So exactly. I I know what it is that I need to show. Yeah. And and I think it's authentic, but I'm just not. Giving away everything that's happening.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Anyway,
0: so back to multi-purpose yeah. songs. Yeah. So and we're just gonna we
1: maybe use. rattle off a couple of our favorites. We're gonna grade throw level. a
0: bunch out, and we refer to these. I refer to these as gems, which is a oh yeah a term from my level one and your level one teacher yeah. Joe Kirk was always talking about. Ooh, this song is a gem because you're just gonna use this and for it's so, so good many things. so many things. Yeah. So can I talk about like the primary? Kindergarten, first grade, second grade, like, oh. Yes, let's do it. I think is bounce high, bounce low.
1: Oh, yes. Yeah. And so, what concepts do you use that for?
0: Well, bounce high, bounce low. Well, first, we're doing so me. Bounce high, bounce low, bounce the ball to, oh, excuse me. So, so la. So la, so me. excuse me. Yeah. So la, so me, mm-hmm. because we're approaching that la. Yes. You know, very non-threatening yep. like from its next-door neighbor so yep. so it's a fantastic law song it is but before you even get to that we're using it for Ton TT mm-hmm. um, because it's right there yeah um, Two beat meter. Yep. It's fantastic for that. Because of the game
1: where you're if you're playing the game that involves bouncing and catching a ball yes. around the circle. Mm-hmm. Or I do one where they have individual um racquetball balls and we're going bounce, catch, uh, bounce, bounce, catch. catch. There's yep. your two beat meter right there.
0: Right. And then you have those adorable little erasers with the footballs and the baseballs yes. and the basketballs. And you're ready right on the staff. That is So a good one. yeah, so we're doing steady beat with it. We're doing Tod and Titi, we're doing Two Beat Meter, we're doing Law. Yep. It keeps on coming back. Oh, it does. Yes. Um, Another one, shall we mention? You want to mention your... Oh sure, we'll go, back and forth. we'll go so, back and
1: forth. So um, here's the classic one, and I know people have different opinions, but snail, snail. <laughs> <laughs> so snail, 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 snail goes around and round and round. Um, I know there's been lots of discussion of whether that's you know a very contrived song, and mm-hmm. whether that's really you know it's not really an American folk song per se, no. but it is a great learning tool song. Yes. yes, and if you have the little snail puppet, the folk manis puppet, the kids they buy into it just because of the snail. Mm-hmm. They love. Sammy the Snail. So great song for steady beat because Mm -hmm. it has that quarter, 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 quarter at the beginning. Um, songs that have ta 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 are great for steady beat before you've introduced rhythm because the words are reinforcing the beat yep. it's not convoluting it um but then later ta and and then i just isolate the first pattern of the song for so me so me and then goes around and around and around so it's okay to pull out little snippets of songs they might not be able to read the whole song right now in fact i just presented so and me today to my first graders mm-hmm. and Without reading it on a full staff, they were just reading it on the two-line staff. They were able to read just that so-me, so-me phrase. Right. So there you go.
0: Um, and when we're talking about primary songs, I just want to give a little plug here that not everything needs to be so-me. Oh, no. Or so-me law. Yeah. In kindergarten and first grade. Please
1: it, don't. You'll drive yourself crazy. You will.
0: And, and your kids. And your kids. And, you know, I get a little bit... Um, I don't know how I should say. Like, when I hear music teachers uh, say something like, and I've heard music teachers in my district who have said, yeah. like, oh, I would do my kodai levels, but oh my gosh, don't you get so sick of the Somi law world? Yeah. And I go, no, because no. even in kindergarten, and first grade, yeah. your lesson should not consist of all. Right. The same tone set or yes. the same rhythms, because yeah. there's lots of variety, mm-hmm. especially when you're talking about steady beat.
1: Oh Most, my gosh! Some you of the could do a best thing.
0: steady beat yeah. songs are songs that are singable. Yeah, that yes, you should be encouraging kindergartners and first graders to sing. Here comes Mrs. Macaroni riding on her snow white pony. Yeah, are they gonna get all those pitches? No, but they do can need they to. Show they need to hear it. They need it. to move to it. Yeah, they need to attempt to sing it. And of course, a lot of these they can. Right now, I'm doing the Ratlin Bog. Right. With kindergarten, first grade, and second grade, because every March I just pull out the Rattlin' Ratlin, Ratlin Bog because it's just so much fun. Yeah, it's a great steady beat thing. Do I pull? Uh, besides steady beat, do I pull any other specific melodic or rhythmic concepts? No, I don't. Yeah. But this is something that. Is good to start a class or into class with Mm -hmm. and you should have music going on in your room that is not the exact tone set and not the exact rhythms that you happen to be studying they need to experience music and And um, that's
1: gonna build their tonal vocabulary for later yeah and it's not like you just say to a first grader you only speak sentences that have sight words exactly you speak full complete you know really juicy rich sentences to right. them. And so they get later, things in context. They get it. Right? Yes. Just
0: like they're gonna get these melodies, they're gonna get these rhythms in context. Yeah. Even though they are not using them to the full effect that you want them to use them later on. Right. So, yeah. Please don't sew me La and Ta and to death and say that that's what Kodai Medical is. You will go
1: bananas. Yes. And, and so, so will your kids. And yeah. <laughs> but back to these gem songs, which we are really focusing a lot on the concepts because that's that's what we're that, talking the
0: about. The point is recycling these songs. Yes. Okay.
1: Okay. So another primary one. It's another.
0: Well, now I feel like I shouldn't burst into sew me songs.
1: Well, no, no, no. It's Okay. <laughs>
0: okay Good. well let's talk about chance okay um two four six eight meet me at the garden gate if I'm late don't wait two four six eight yes that is such a fantastic chant that's easy for kids to latch onto, uh-huh. and it's great for steady beat yep right it's great for ton TT yep and it's we can use it for two four meter too can't we sure yeah so, um, and
1: I've used that one for the f- different voices—whisper, oh totally. shouting, yeah, speaking. You
0: could really and then I've done do
1: singing where I just made up a little contrived, so many yes. love melody. When I first
0: <laughs> learned it, I learned it a, a bazillion years ago at an orf workshop, and I think it was um two, four, six, eight, me, me at the garden. Yeah, gate, that's really I'm what
1: I'm the kids naturally sing. Yeah, so it kind of. But makes I really sense.
0: like it as a chant. I do as well. And yeah. when we're talking about. um, calling attention to the difference between beat and rhythm Uh and really focusing in on quarter notes and eighth notes, I think that chants are a better tool to first approach those things than songs. Yeah, because then you're not getting all mixed up. You're taking away the melody, you don't have to worry about them getting all confused by that. Totally. that's one that kids just latch onto right away because the vocabulary is easy for them to say. Yeah. Um, That said, and this isn't on my list, but another one, and I was using this, couple of months ago a lot and the, it took longer for the kids to really latch onto it and I got it from an ORF workshop another bazillion years ago but the I've got a loose tooth a wiggly jiggly loose tooth I've got a loose tooth a hanging from a thread oh someone my took gosh. my loose tooth my wiggly jiggly I loose know tooth I that one now I've got a quarter and a hole in my head
1: that is hilarious because my daughter has a loose tooth that is like so ready to fall out right. any second now. So, so that's yeah. her theme song. <laughs> it's like
0: when they start losing the teeth yeah. is, is when um, it's a fun thing to bring out. It's just for beat and I was also say, yeah, that's to a add great, steady in beat. some of those percussion instruments when yeah. you're talking about the different ways to play percussion instruments and doing that whole like color coding or putting a triangle or a circle around specific words. Yeah, if you're, you know. If you're a triangle, you're going to play where you see all the green triangles. And if you're a woodblock, you're going to play where every time you see a word underlined in red. And um, anyway, uh, not something, and I have brought it back in um, second grade Mm -hmm. and really, I keep wanting to say orfed it up because, you know, that's how I (laughs) think about it. It's like you can add layers of things, instruments on top of that. Right. Um, so it's not something that I even have uh, written down rhythmically. I just have it written down with the text. Oh yeah, and I don't show them any rhythm, right? Oh well, yeah, cause it's because it's got much. Yeah, it's got much more, yeah, all all got much more sophisticated there. rhythm yeah. than we're really gonna analyze. But um, it's fun and they like it. It takes a little while longer for them to really get those words. Yeah, at least my kids.
1: That would be challenging.
0: All right, so other things.
1: Another one of my favorites is... uh, Lucy Lock and Luster Pocket. Kayleigh Fisher found it. Not a penny was there in it. Only ribbons round it. And I use that... um, Some years I've taught it in kindergarten when I'm using loud and soft, but I definitely will do it in first grade when I'm doing loud and soft and then transitioning to using the vocabulary forte and piano because we Mm -hmm. play the the hide-the-pocket game, which is like, you know, hot and cold kind of thing. But then that's another great one. If you can use it for steady B. You mm-hmm. can use it for Taz and tee and, and then La, the so, La, so, me is yep. perfect for that.
0: Um, and then along the same lines with the same tone set is Bluebells, Cockle Shells, E-V-I-V over. Yep. Right?
1: And that's the So Me, La, So Me. Mm-hmm. And Not I just did that
0: today with first graders. And we do a, a fun um, swinging game where at the end we go, wee And we go, and ring the dish rag. Ring
1: the dish rag, yeah. right?
0: And it's the first time that they learn that, and that's a really hard uh, movement for them to do. Cool, but yeah. um, they once, love that once yeah, they've got it. I don't it, think yeah. that
1: I even introduced a dish rag till older.
0: Really? Yeah, it's, it takes some while. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I'm going to start moving into more secondary material, unless you want to add a few more of Kinder first.
0: Um. Well, I we did just sing "Here Comes Mrs. Macaroni," which yeah. is just a fantastic like beat keeping lively it's one of those that um they start singing sooner than other songs yeah and it just the momentum builds with here comes mrs macaroni because of the game um that can be found in susan brumfield's first we sing i think the first volume yeah i don't think it's in the holy names did we look
1: um i don't think i looked yet I, i
0: would put i would i would guess that it's not in the holy names but um it's a we'll route, find it. but it's definitely in Susan Brumfield's materials. Yeah. And that's one that definitely has a larger tone set. Right. That you're not... I also use Polly wall- Wally Doodle all the day. Oh. Oh, I went down South yeah. to see my cow singing Polly Wally Doodle all day. And we play maracas to it. Fun. Um, and that's a good steady beat one. Sure. Uh, That is just a fun song to do that's got some more variety to it and that they start singing pretty yeah. quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So yes, let's
1: move on. Intermediate more. So I find that for some reason in second grade, I have a lot of songs that serve double duty for um, half note songs mm-hmm. and then come back as Ray. Yes, So my sure. trifecta of those would be, um, Here comes a bluebird in through my window. Hey, diddle-dum-a-day-day-day. Because day, day. it has the half-note thing, mm-hmm. and then it's got the ray in it. Um, another one is, button you must wander. Wonder if you sing that me. everywhere and hold yeah. out the where. I know sometimes it's ta-rest and sometimes it's half-note. So That's you just the have tricky to... thing about half-note yeah.
0: is, is it ta-rest or is it half-note? Exactly.
1: Note? So you have to make a decision. And then the other one that... I use for both concept is who's that tapping at the window yes. another great half note song cuz it's got the two half notes well again sometimes it's written out as half note half note ti ti ta ta sometimes it's written as ta ta ti ti so i've, I've, I've seen,
0: seen it both. that you've seen that i, I have that's,
1: yeah that's interesting. i've seen i just saying it's out there but okay. for me i do the the What's the word I'm looking for? The extended version. What's the... um? It? There's a fancy word that I can't think the of The opposite right now. of diminution. Yes. The augmentation. <laughs> thank augmentation. you. Augmentation. The yeah. augmented version. It's getting late. The augmented version. So anyways, those are my three that I just... It cracks me up because I use them for half note, and then they come back at the end of second grade, when yep. I'm doing right. Or the beginning of third grade when
0: I'm reviewing the pentatone. Right. And so on the subject of half note... Yeah. White sand and gray sand... Who by my white sand? Who by my gray sand? Beautiful. Which is lovely. And this is one of those, I've got several on my list here that are good for a specific concept, but then are lovely for part singing. That makes a great canon. Yeah. And you got your fa, and you got your
1: tea. So, yeah, I mean, that's one that you might do in second grade for half note and then bring way back later in
0: fourth or even fifth mm-hmm. grade. I did it with on... my choir today. Exactly. is part of our warm-ups.
1: And it's allowing them to have those half-note experience, or half-step, experience, those half-step experiences at yes. a younger grade. Yeah. That's
0: awesome. And that beautiful, sustained singing, yeah. you know, is just good for everybody.
1: Lovely one. Another one um, that I like to use for half-note is the Yankee Boatman's Chanty.
0: The one oh. that goes,
1: Yahoo, Yahoo, hey. And then there's a translation That's kind of cheesy You know, I about... only
0: know that on recorder I don't know the, the Well, lyrics. yeah
1: So I'm trying to think of what my source is And I'll have to look for it When we make the show notes But that one is really great for mm-hmm. half note And again, because it's got the La, do, re, do, la We sing it in second grade Without calling attention to the melody mm-hmm. I bring it back in third grade For the low la And then I bring it back again in fourth grade For when we
0: play it on recorder nice. So that
1: kind of just becomes One of our reoccurring songs And it's such just a simple little tune. There's not yeah. much to it, but the kids really love it. And that's,
0: I, I love that one on recorder. And yeah. that's in, um, a hands-on recorder. The blue book. Right? Okay,
1: I think it's in. Oh wait, you have your American Methodology. Right? I have my. American I'm methodology. gonna start looking while you talk about the next song. Oh,
0: okay. Um, hmm. Let's see. Now I'm thinking about that, um, that recorder book, which is just so. It's okay, it's so in great. American
1: methodology oh, people. Oh, look at that. So I'm not making things up. Yeah, it's in American methodology, Yankee Boatman's Chanty, and it's just a lovely What are the words tune. for real
0: cuz Yay. They are
1: yeah, Yahoo, Yahoo, hey, yeah, yeah, Yahoo, Yahoo, hey. So they're just nonsense words. But then the wait, English wait, we're not translation, saying nonsense words anymore. Oh, what are we saying? Vocables. Vocal, ugh, vocables. Okay, um, but then the the real words. The translation is river boatmen we toiling night and day backs bending ropes tightening sing we I will be honest I don't always do the English translation we just sing it on the vocables (laughs) that's my new word of the day and we just talk about work songs and the purpose of work songs so anyways there you go sorry I put you on the spot no no that was good
0: I was just like mesmerized by the Yancey Boat song Okay, so as far as, like, older All right, songs so that we're into talking third, about. so
1: I did write down Chicken on a Fence post because uh-huh. it's great for the ticka Yeah. but then it's also great for the lo-so, the Lola, la and the loso. so Oh, yes. Do, do, oh, you do, know do, what? do 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 la so in the
0: second phrase. Totally. Yeah. Um, and now that we're talking a little bit about Loso, yeah. um, here comes Macero- Mrs. Macaroni can come back again Yeah. because of the harmony that you can put vocally or on instruments. Right, yeah. And really, I have to credit uh, Susie McCollum who, uh, at CSU. She's our greater extraordinary. She's our, yeah, everything extraordinaire yeah, she does at amazing the Colorado Coda yes. Institute because um, she was the one who like really showed me this. With um, Here Comes Mrs. Macaroni Riding. So you have some group of, another group of kids. And you can do this with lots of different songs. But right. So, do, do, so, so. Do, do, so, so, do. Right? Yeah. And then you just transfer that to yeah. instruments. And there's lots of songs that like.
1: Paw Paw Patch, same thing. Exactly. Another great yep. one for harmonizing that the low harmonizing so. harmonizing
0: with the low so is, there's lots of songs that will fit with that. Right. Um. Then, if we're talking about harmony, there's so many of these that lend themselves well to canons, yeah, and to partner songs, yeah. And one of the first partner songs that I like to do, which is a little goofy, but is "Bow Wow Wow" with Naughty Kitty Cat.
1: Oh yeah, no, that's
0: cute. Yeah, should we sing it? Oh sure. Okay. What when do you want, you want to do? me to do? I'll do "Bow Wow Wow." Okay. Here's mine. Here's yours. Alright. Alright. <laughs> Naughty Bow Kitty wow Cat. Wow. Wow
1: you are bow wow <laughs> i think we messed up
0: yeah. i was nervous about that oh um, my. descending line right there
1: because there's some overlap there's, there there's a little bit i don't yeah. know that i've realized how close those second phrase, those third phrases are
0: well it's really my go to rest for bow wow right. and yeah. also for naughty kitty cat yeah, and since they're ones. in the same like concept. Yeah. Then we go, let's see. Let's sing them together. Dog and cat dog and cat spoof. show.
1: How cute is that? Yeah.
0: So, All anyway, right.
1: Well, moving more into some upper repertoire. Upper grades. So um Alabama Gal, great song for teaching your cinco pa rhythm. Mm-hmm. But again, bringing back that do, do, la, do me, do, 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 la, so. So, then, anything with the extended pentatone. Yep. But then with some more complicated rhythms. Um Little Liza Jane has the I'm actually working on high dough right now with my fourth graders. And then this also got the tom T rhythms mm-hmm. in
0: there. So- another one for the extended pentatone is the hill and gully rider, hill, hill and gully, gully. Yes. took my horse and come down. Yes, that's another one with the and cinco, that, I, cinco pa yeah. Um, and I have kids, I put them on the instruments and they just go that. Cinco, bada. Yeah. Hill and Gully. And that's a fun little line dance. And it mentioned, well, not, a, not an official line dance, but it's something that you can have them move, you know, as yeah. if it's kind of a line dance. And um, it's got a zombie in there. Oh. That song hill and gully rider yeah so that kind of always like catches their ear the first time yeah i
1: always forget about that what about this zombie yeah well that's all the rope because kids love zombies yeah they do love talking about zombie apocalypses and and that that is actually is
0: it in the 150 or the 150 it's in the 150 yeah i think i think so it's one of those
1: two or it might be the blue one sail away i don't know we'll have to look
0: yeah maybe it's in the 155 Right. It's, the yeah. way. it's in those, uh, how One we those academically two. refer to them, the blue or the orange. The
1: blue or the orange. Yeah. One of those two. So thinking about some Fa songs, I wrote down two that both are very simple rhythmically. So again, you yes. could do these in earlier grades.
0: I do do this one that you're going to talk about, cut uh, the cake. Initially in earlier grade, yeah. Okay,
1: so that's one that I save cut the cake for older grades, even though I know the rhythm is it's just Taz and ti's and yeah. rest. So you could definitely do cut the cake in first grade or review in second grade. Um, but I like to save it for the older kids. I yeah. just I like to give them a couple of fun little games that. They didn't get when they were younger. I but think, the yeah. point is, it has that lovely sofa, me right down, yep. then you cut the cake at the end. Yes. Um, Are you sleeping? Here's another one, or for a Rishaka. Yeah. Um, you know, the rhythm is very simple. So I use it in second grade for half note, and then I bring it back in fourth grade when yes. we're doing it And fra. that's one
0: of my favorite remote control songs. Oh, yeah. Because. Um, Explain with... remote control. Okay. Um, remote control is where you have a song on the board that you know visual they can see and you have I mean you can really layer it up with lots of different things but really for second grade I might just put uh, the rhythm for Are You Sleeping after we know half note, right? But also the words underneath, maybe just in English, yeah. not in French yet, right? Right. And so on the side of the board, and you can do this easily just writing on the board. You don't have to be fancy. It doesn't have to be PowerPoint or a smart board or anything. And because before we had those things, I wrote things on the board. Yes. And I used a little magnet um, next to the song where I wrote lyrics is one channel. And then rhythm is another channel and so the idea is okay kids I've got um, I'm trigger happy with my remote control I'm one of those people that I just can't stay on one thing but I only have two channels I only have the rhythm channel and the lyrics channel yeah but if I change channels while we're singing this then you have to change so it might be are you sleeping? Are you sleeping? Ta ta to ta ta too. Back to the word. Da, ding, <laughs> ding ding dong, ding ding dong. But the reason I like to do that so much with Are You Sleeping is because then we learn the French. Right. And you can also speak and sing it in Spanish. And you so can do you the can... solfa. And you can do the solfa. And then
1: you can do the letter names. And then you
0: could do the letter oh Uh huh. I've hot crossed. Hot cross buns is like the the one that I really introduce. Like, we'll sing the letter names. We can sing the solfa. Yeah. We can sing the rhythm. We can sing the lyrics because yeah. it's simple enough with the mi re do tone so- exactly. set Exactly. You that don't want to have to like make their
1: brains explode. No. But it is, yeah, that's great. I was just doing that recently with. My second graders was something. No, I can't remember what song. But yeah, it was just between rhythm and solfa was what we were changing between. And so... They were doing it, and it was exciting.
0: Yeah. So our topic is multipurpose songs and activities. So remote control is an example of an activity that you can use in multiple grade levels. Yes. I don't think I would take it lower than second grade.
1: Yeah. That was definitely their first experience
0: with it. But I... I've done it with sixth graders yeah i could see doing it with middle schoolers if oh, you're yeah. really layering on things i mean yeah just the college kids get a kick out of doing of, it yeah
1: of difficulty for them and
0: they really have to focus yeah
1: and it should be a song that they know extremely well yes don't do this with a the song well. they just learned that day no <laughs>
0: and and do have the visual don't do it uh, well i mean i have done it if you're limiting it and you're like when you hear the the finger symbols Switch from switch rhythm to, to lyrics. I mean, yeah,
1: if there's just two. choices. Yeah, if it's just two choices. And then it's fun if you have a kid come up and be in charge of their mobile control. Of course, yes. then they're always meaner than I am, where they make the yeah, kids switch. I, yeah, sometimes you have to tell them. You there's can only always switch a caveat. I'm like, you can't
0: just go flip, 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 yeah, yeah, flip, yeah,
1: yeah. If we're not being successful. Right.
0: Then um, no point. Oh, I wanted to mention Dinah.
1: Yeah, which Dinah?
0: No, no one, one in, in the, the house, house but <laughs> Dinah. Dinah. Okay. No one in the house. Because there's lots of Dinah songs, you know. No one in the house but Dinah. Dinah. Drumming on the Yelp banjo. Yeah, one of my favorite ticket tickets. Yes. Yeah, because we got well, and always cracks me up to sing no one the house, no one in the house, but
1: right <laughs> <laughs> house, but <laughs> yeah, that's true.
0: But and and when you're doing the, you know, you have to focus on the no one in the, which is a little awkward. Yeah. So it's not like when
1: it wouldn't just isolate that. Naturally, by itself, right. But they get the but idea.
0: because of how the rhythm is laid out, when you show it visually and you yeah. leave that first beat empty, and they go, "Oh, of course," I feel, you know, where are when we're tapping the rhythm, where are our hands moving the most? Yeah, and where are we feeling that ticka ticka? Yeah. Um, but also that is, um, Dinah. What was I going to say? Oh yeah, um, that it's really good for singing. You can sing in a canon, uh-huh. and, and that's fun to do. Yeah. That's a good thing in third grade. They it. can add ostinato, too. They can add ostinato. I like to put um, instruments, bordoons with that, mm-hmm. like on the xylophones and metallophones.
1: And then bringing it back to a past episode when we talked about teaching the other stuff, uh-huh. I used that song then when reviewing instrument families because then... Uh, there's different you can sing different verses with different instruments. Mm-hmm. So instead of the old banjo oh, you're know, right, playing on a
0: clarinet
1: or whatever, and then oh what family is that? Yes. So that's a way oh, to you include could really instruments into that. that. Yeah. They, you they could like
0: be like going around the circle and they have to draw a card and they have to sing something from that family. Yeah. Ooh, you could go to town on that. Oh one.
1: yeah. 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 So you can include don't not even just, you know, melodic and rhythmic concepts, but some of those other stuff that yeah, we talked about very before. Cool. And with the game, if you play the game. Where they have to find their way out of the circle, the bird box game as we call it <laughs> you know, you know where Dinah's blindfolded so. and you have a you have a window. And the way that I play it with my kids is that as Dinah gets closer to the door, we get softer.
0: Oh. So then
1: that reviews Christian. No, Exa- day. Christian. Oh, yeah. No, so you can do lots.
0: You could just do Dinah for your higher you Di- class. No,
1: that's not what we're saying, <laughs> no, and no. that's the point. Um, but... The
0: ostinato that I like to do um, on the two tubanos, yeah. so they get. They get to playing that ticka ticka, alternating hands because they. This is one thing that I really like to bring in instruments on ticka ticka because they have to use both hands, right? And they get that practice in, and I think it's great for third grade. Yeah, Um, I do know that there's some people that teach ticka ticka at the end of second grade, which is awesome and. I it's can never not get there happen that fast, me. but
1: that's lovely. But
0: I really like in third grade, they have more of the dexterity for them to go, no one in the house, no one in the house, no one in the house, no one in the house. So nice. I like to put some kids on the Dubanos. Um, and it's a mess at first, of course. Well,
1: yeah, that's that's very small motor. They've it is. Really it that. is.
0: But it's a fun thing to like add extra parts to.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Huh. And now it's time for our work smarter, not harder teacher tip. And it's Tanya's turn. It's
0: my turn. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. How do I not say that thing that we always say about this? Is something you probably, you probably already, already do. do. And wah, wah. yeah, and this is just like a strategy that I started using again recently that I just forgot about. Yeah. You know, we have okay. those things. Okay. Um, and it just really has to do with closing your eyes. And I don't mean you, the teacher. I mean the So you students. can ignore the
1: chaos around you. <laughs> I do Just that all the time. Close your eyes. Just <laughs> Go to your close happiness.
0: your eyes. <laughs> Go there. Um, no, I. I mean, like, so in choir today, uh-huh. we were we were singing in a canon, and I said, "Now let's do it in the dark," which is something I used to say all the time. So. They're conducting, they were singing, and then they just closed their eyes. I mean, I have to bring them in verbally yeah. Um, initially, but then I'm like, now you you know when your part enters. Yeah. Let's do it with our eyes closed. And it really, I think, helps kids focus in and listen to what's around them. Totally. That's all.
1: No, that's awesome.
0: And I've I've done it in classrooms as well before. Um, choir is great because they, they're all in their... Because they're motivated to sing, so right. they will just they'll buy into it. Yeah. Sometimes with classes, I have those kids who are like, "I'm not closing my eyes," you know. Who, right.
1: Right. What? Well, it makes sense in choir if you're doing part work, especially because mm-hmm. they're listening to the other parts. And yeah.
0: So. But I mean, I used to do it a lot more where you know, okay, let's let's sing this with our hand signs. Oh, now let's sing it with our lyrics and show our hand signs. Yeah. Oh, now let's do it in the dark with our eyes closed.
1: I like that in the dark. That's cute. Yeah.
0: And now it's time for our coda, where we share a professional or a personal recommendation about something we've been enjoying in life. And um, I'm up first. Okay. I mean, I think I'm up first. Well, Am sure. I up first? It doesn't matter. Oh, you could be up first.
1: No, just go right ahead, Tanya.
0: Um. Anyway, <laughs> maybe you've heard, but there's this fantastic documentary out. Yes. Um. And now that it's out, it's called Kodai Belongs to All of Us. You can view it on YouTube. And um, it's just, it's in Hungarian. There's subtitles. Yeah. And it's over an hour long. But it's just fascinating, chock full of wonderful music. They talk about the Kodai method and movement in Ireland and, you know, other places in yeah, that Brazil. to me was the most fascinating. Yeah, it was, just so was to see China how, even. Yeah, to see yeah. how
1: it's been translated and implemented into other areas of the world. Yeah, so know, I've watched really
0: it cool. once, and I really want to watch again and geek out and like take some notes. Yeah, about some things that I was like, oh yeah, I I forgot about that or I didn't know about this thing. Yes. So it's not really about like the Kodai method in the America in the United States. It's just about Kodai, his legacy, Kodai himself. Lots of interviews yes. with him. Yes. Um, and just so much good music yeah and so many opinions and views from P- kodai experts from around the world yeah yeah so it's really worth watching we'll put a link but there's also a link on the oake page of course but you kind of got to dig for it but it's there yeah um we'll but link to it, i think if you go to youtube and go kodai belongs to everybody you'll find it that way yeah yeah so it's awesome what do you have, Carrie?
1: Oh well, I want to recommend um some music. So um when my choir comes in on Thursday mornings at seven thirty in the morning, you know they're really quiet before school. Versus you know I've had after school choir because they they're all tired. Come in. Yeah, I mean well, and it'll be like literally one kid will come in and then another kid will come in, and they might not necessarily know each other that well. So I don't mm-hmm. get the chitter chatter thing. So what I've started doing is playing different music, and I I try to find different choral music and children's choir if I can find it, and I was very happy to find that on Spotify, there are multiple albums by the Young People's Chorus of New York City, Ooh. which is an amazing children's into teen choir. They actually performed at the OAKE conference um, a couple of years ago, um, so the main artistic director is Francisco Nunez. Oh, um, the Nunezes
0: just, are wonderful. Yes, and his wife,
1: Elizabeth And
0: Nunez. she, both of them have been um Guest conductors yes. at Oak. Yes. Um, and she was here a few years ago for the Colorado Children's. right for
1: our all-state choir Choir. yeah they're just amazing conductors their repertoire is fantastic and I just love to be able to play you know children's choir music that's you know hopefully inspiring to my kids as they're walking in the door and I just anytime I find you know things of this quality on Spotify I get really excited all right So they have multiple albums on Spotify but just in general I just recommend the young people's chorus of New York City awesome they're fantastic
0: We've reached the double bar line. Thank you for listening to Music Teacher Coffee Talk. Show notes can be found at Teaching Music, Tanya's Kodai Aspiring blog. Connect with us on Facebook, Instagram. Just look for Music Teacher Coffee Talk.
1: If you enjoyed the show, please consider subscribing, rating, and leaving us a review on iTunes to help others find this podcast. The next time you'll hear from us will be through a Facebook and Instagram Live. We're going to do a Music Teacher Coffee Talk Cocktail Edition on Friday, March 15th. And we're going to start around 4.30 Mountain Mountain Time, time, which would be 5.30 Central, 6.30 Eastern, Mm -hmm. 3.30, what's the other one called? Uh, Pacific? Pacific, thank you. Um, And we're going to be um, having some cocktails and talking about the upcoming Oak Conference in Ohio. The things that we're looking forward to seeing and doing with our Kodai friends at OAKE. So until next time, this is Carrie And this is Tanya,
0: wishing you happy musicking.